Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another exciting Thought Police podcast with me and Kevin O'Sullivan. This one, of course, like many, is brought to you by the good guys at Manscaped.com. Manscaped, very famous, of course, for keeping you in trim in all sorts of different ways. They can trim your ears, they can trim your eyebrows, they can trim bits of you that we can't mention, but let's say it, they can trim your balls. You can trim any number of bits of yourself that have got too much hair grown out of them. But what they now do... Kevin knows all about this, is that they also do beards, right? Now, nobody likes a weird beard. So what you can do now is get yourself sorted with Manscaped because they now sell massive beard products, right? You can get the Beard Hedger Pro Kit and now they're going to go a step further with a brand new Handyman, which is an electric face shaver for a quick and convenient way for you to achieve a clean shaven look. So if you want to get rid of the beard, this is working for you. And if you want to take the Beard Hedger, it's a high-tech piece of art in a travel size package. It's got a long-lasting battery. It's got universal charging um, and it also will give you the feeling that you're totally in control of whatever it is that's growing on your face. And you know that cleaning uh, a beard and making yourself clean-shaven is not that easy. But basically, this thing, this beard hedger, is the juggernaut of fixing faces. It gives you 20 different hair-cutting lengths, all with one guard, no more messy drawers, and face grooming can be so much easier. So, here's what you do. As usual, you get 20% off because you are, of course, a valued customer of Manscaped.com because you're a Thought Police listener. You get free shipping, and all you do is insert the code POLICE at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. You know what to do. You know that Manscaped are good. We've sent you their stuff before. This is for those people who actually do want to get a bit hairy for a while without being Larry. This is the Thought Police. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. So, uh, Mike, yeah. uh, Mick Jagger's 80. Is he? Who gives a fuck? Fucking hell. Old fucker. He is old. Piss off. He's still or, having kids, though. Yeah, hundreds of kids. You know, kid, uh, most, of the, would, mo- I mean, most of his kids are his girlfriends. I think they're about, like, 12. Well, he's I got, think. like, now, he's got, he's got kids who are older than his girlfriend, for sure. He's also got kids. He's also got kids who are old enough to be, I think, his girlfriend's grandfather. I think well, he's actually, you know, got kids that old. Well, his he? oldest daughter, Jade, is now 78. So yeah, well, so he must have had her when he was two. He <laughs> Jade, start, he started no, Jade young. probably is about sixty, right? She's fucking old. Yeah, yeah I think she is about. She 60. must be. Yeah, and then she got nicked, got... didn't she, recently in Ibiza? Did she? Yeah, she went out for a meal with her oh, boyfriend. Right, yeah. and her boyfriend had a fucking great punch up, 
and the cops arrested her and she waded in. They both, sounded like she was they both ended up uh, under arrest. Yes, I don't it know sounded what happened. like she was a bit uh, the worst for wear. Well, I think he was, definitely, because yeah. he can get all sorts of accoutrements in Ibiza. Can't can you? I'll take your word for it. I've never uh, been there. Uh, oh, God, don't go there. It's no. fucking horrible. There's a place I called, don't is it, fancy it, Ibiza. Was it, is it like um, uh, the capital, I think, is called San Antonio, isn't it? So if you go there, mm. right, uh, uh, it's like... It's like, you know, like you see those rocks with seals all over yeah, yeah. them and fucking walruses mm. and things. That's what a San Antonio is like, only with little wankers off their tits on coke and E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all like, all like lying around, absolutely fucking blitz. Getting sunburned. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. If you're over the age of 12, you really don't want to be in San Antonio. No. I arrived there by power I boat. prefer Mallorca. Yeah. You know, which is a lot more my speed. I well, I arrived say. there by powerboat from uh, nearby. Uh, what's that island called? Uh, Formentera. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, we spent the day there. It was very, very traumatic. And then we ended up in some fucking beach park. Called. <laughs> uh, it's during the World Cup a few years ago, and I was on a stag night or stag weekend. You know, not my kind of thing, but I went because the stag was a good friend. And uh, one of the uh, people on the, amid our party, was a fucking billionaire. So he fucking uh, hired this powerboat and we'd get from uh, Formentera over to Ibiza and charged in there at right. great speed. And, uh, and then when we got there, there's all these sort of kind of fucked up kids offering us coke and things like that. Like, Fuck off, will you? You know loads of rich people, don't you? I do know quite a few rich people. Mm. I, I've always um, latched onto them. You were yeah. telling me that you were... I where, never get you, anything out of them. Where did you go recently and you said it was really nice part of... I thought it was a bit of a shithole. And you went, no, no, but there's a nice part of it. Because a bloke I know has got loads of money and a big oh, fucking house. Uh, oh, hang on. Okay, we'll have to come back to that. Right. I'll, I'll remember it in a minute. Okay. Uh, but, you know, rich people are always well worth knowing. They throw good parties. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, so what I want to talk about... I saw this uh, story... Right. Um, do you remember the famous Led Zeppelin album? And it's got like a, a crop circle thing, and then the the, uh, a, a, the silhouette of a shadow of a, 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 a Zeppelin airship above it. And I think it's the album's called Remastered Led Zeppelin. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, um, I haven't got that. Nineteen ninety something. I like bought that. their original albums. I remember when I was at secondary school. Yeah. I bought my first Led Zeppelin album. 1972, okay. I was very cool because everybody in those days was listening to Gary Glitter, Alvin fucking Stardust. And, uh, <laughs> fucking That's not very the, cool. The fucking Carpenters and all that shit, right? So I was you going, don't like no, Alvin Stardust? Not really. Um, what's behind the green door? Nobody fucking gives a shit, you yeah, fucking Welsh yeah, Fuck off, Alvin, um, you can't. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so I bought a Led Zeppelin 1, as it was known. Yeah. Um, I used to walk around with it under my arm at school because yeah. I thought Proudly. it was the fucking coolest thing. Then I bought Led Zeppelin 2 with a whole lot of love on it and then went, you never fucking guessed they used this for Top of the Pops and everyone went, yeah, yeah, we know. And then Led Zeppelin 3 um, and then 4, of course, was the symbols with Stairway to Heaven on it. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Physical Graffiti. I think I bought that Infinity as the Outdoor. first double album. In Through the Outdoor was later. Yeah. And In, in Through the Outdoor came out just before they did their last ever show, I think. 
I'm right in saying, which Pooch and I were yeah. both at, not together, um, at Nebworth. You weren't together then. We weren't together then, but yeah. we are now, yeah. ish. Yeah. <laughs> but not in that way. But no. it was an amazing concert, still one of the greatest concerts I've ever seen. Jimmy Page coming out uh, under a pyramid of laser light, oh, what a pointing a bow, which he was playing um, his guitar with, into the fucking audience. It was fucking epic. I've never seen anything like it before or since. And when they did Kashmir, it was yeah. absolutely fucking mind-blowing, wasn't it? You mentioned Todd um, And of course, Todd Rundgren, who you might or might not have I heard know, of. I know Todd Rundgren. Yeah, of course you're kidding. Who, who I've my ex-wife used to fucking I've absolutely love. In I've fact, seen him, I've she seen him used perform. To, she used to live in Connecticut. She used to go to this place in New Haven called Toad's Place, uh, where Todd, well, she saw Todd Rundgren play. And the New Haven not Coliseum. Not Todd's Place. Not Todd's Place, no, Toad's Place, yeah. which was quite a famous sort of studenty hangout in uh, okay. um, in New Haven. And New Haven, of course, was famously where Jim Morrison got arrested when he was playing for The Doors yeah. because he was supposedly arrested for lewd Trying conduct. to get on a channel ferry so think, across the France. I think, he got his, I, think he got his, <laughs> I think he got his dick out or he took his leather That's trousers off. That's a shit old New Haven, isn't it? In New Haven, well, yeah. fucking you know, horrible people place. Go, oh, New Haven, it's where the it's horrible, it's the world New headquarters Haven. of Yale University. And that's right, the bit where Yale is is lovely, but the rest of it, they had fucking race riots in the in the in the seventies and sixties. Connecticut, Horrible. right? Connecticut, the the yeah. worst town in Connecticut. It's it really it's not it's, it's when you think of Connecticut and those little nice, you know, white yeah. picket fences and you know, lovely little yeah. little town uh, town um, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connecticut's mostly nice. It is. Uh, New, New Haven, Haven isn't. New Haven not so yeah. much. So yeah, that was what it was was that the, the crop circle that Led Zeppelin used. They mm. said it was a real crop circle. Right. It is said to be the most elaborate of all time. I think yeah. it was in Bedfordshire or somewhere like that. No, they were all in um, Pusey in Wiltshire. Well, they were all over the fucking yeah. shop. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, the headquarters of the crop circle business. Well, I, I mean, but I, I don't know where this one was. But anyway, they they took a picture of it and then they superimposed the the Zeppelin. Yeah, I think I remember. And they that did remaster. So yeah. what's happened is they someone has recreated uh, the uh, that crop circle. And Led Zeppelin have been accused of fabric doing it themselves mm. in order to promote sales of uh, Remaster, which has been re-released. Right. Oh, they, well, and uh, they recreated yeah, it. Yeah, yeah well, they, but they said that's bollocks. It's not true. Um, and anyway, there was a long-winded way of me saying, and interesting to hear your stories of seeing Led Zeppelin. Uh, I fucking hated Led Zeppelin. I fucking hate it. Yeah, that's because you're a punk. I really can't. That's because you're a punk. I don't fucking get it. No, in those in those days, that was before punk. I mean, in those days, no, seventy nine was was right in the middle of it. Yeah, right? yeah, but the Led Zeppelin date back before that. No, I know that, but what I'm saying is, is that it was it was it was sort of you know traditional for punks to hate heavy rock as it was then called. Yeah, but I hated right? them way before punks. Uh, well, in in the sort of mid seventies, I would have been into uh, sort of Steely Dan, a lot, quite a lot of West Coast well, stuff. That's proper I, shit. I was I was big on I was big on Velvet Underground, uh, still my favourite band of all time. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then we went into the punk. I, you know, punk music. I, I liked it uh, because it was great to go to the concerts. The songs were always short, and actually, a lot of punk bands did great tunes. Great lyrics. There was a lot of energy. Yeah, a lot of energy. They were great fun. So, I, you know, I wasn't like kind of, a, you know, kind of punk through and through. I just liked the kind of syndrome. Punk, 
But I've been into music before that, so I was into like West Coast music, I was into sort of Steely Dan, things like that, and of course... I mean, Steely Dan are a great band, though, but the problem was at that point, music was driving itself into a fucking cul-de-sac of mellow, really boring shite that yeah. only really appealed to people yeah. on the West Coast of America. Well, Steely Dan, like Steely Dan, of course, eat... Yeah, Not the bit. fucking Eagles, man. Yeah. You know that great line in uh, yeah. The Big Lebowski yeah. where he gets in the cab and yeah. the guy's playing fucking peaceful, easy feeling yeah. and he's going, Not the fucking Eagles, man. And he kicks him out of the cab, <laughs> fucking leaves him there. Steely Dan, Steely Dan. The weekend at the college didn't turn out like you planned. The things that pass for knowledge I don't understand. Reading in the years. Yeah, reading in the years. Mm. So, so, yeah, but. Great My favourite song of this was Hey 19. Yeah, and, the show, and the show business kids making movies of yeah. themselves and they don't give a fuck about anyone else. CD Dam are a great band. What uh, about Hey 19? Can you do the lyrics from that? Or no. Or are you just going to pretend no, you know no, all their lyrics? No, I, I know loads of lyrics, but right. I don't know that well, one. Well, Hey 19 is where they say... Well, no, I know the song. The Cuervo Gold, the fine yeah, Colombian, good, good stuff, makes yeah. tonight a wonderful thing. There you go, there so you go. So we can all do it. There you go. Um, but... Um, but I fucking, I fucking hated Led I hated all that sort of heavy metal But you stuff. have this kind of um, unnatural, sort of completely illogical hatred of things anyway. Yeah, I do, I do. And you probably just hate Led Zeppelin. I'll tell you why, you know, I, I suppose in retrospect, you know, musically, I'm sure Led Zeppelin were a good band. I just couldn't stand it. But it just wasn't my kind of thing yeah. anyway. I don't like that kind of music. Uh, you know, I like clean music with lyrics and things like that, as opposed to a bunch of fucking I mean, hippies, when you listen, hippies though, with bows. But actually, when you yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't hippies with bows because if you it was blues actually. If you listen to early Led Zeppelin and they do a there's an amazing fucking um, album which is all about their uh, BBC recordings that they did live in yeah. Shepherd's Bush, I think. Yeah. What is now like Television Centre? Yeah. Do Good Morning Britain, and that basically was them playing proper blues, and yeah. that was. Yeah, it was a bit like what came from people like Long John Baldry and Jeff Beck and all those yeah, kind of yeah, guys yeah. actually playing proper blues guitar. Do you know who I fucking hated? Yeah, with go on, passion, go on. Which was never... But really, I love them. Which was also illogical. No, Rush. Oh, fucking, fucking hell. hell. That's hell. not illogical. Those wankers. songs that went on forever. And they were shit. Yeah, but they this, were fucking but that's Canadians what I think well. about Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you can't put them in the same. This sort of semi-operatic yeah. no, no, no. bullshit. No, but they didn't do that, though. You're getting yeah. it wrong. That you mustn't put them in the same category. Rush was seriously bad. Yeah. And, you know, like, I had a couple of Yes albums, right, um, from the early 70s Going as well. for the one. You know, um, going for the one, there was... Um, Long distance, long distance run around was the song. I quite like yes, had, to an extent. They had, well, but I they loved, got a bit odd at well, times. Everybody loved their sort of <laughs> album a cover art, didn't yeah. they? Who was that guy that used to do it? I can't yeah, remember his the, name. Well, the same, was it Roger John, Moorcroft? John Anderson. Like yeah, you mean the cover mate? The cover guy. Yeah, was, I, John Anderson was the singer. Was the Chris singer. Squires was in the band. I mean, yeah. you, you remember all this shit? I don't even know why. I can't remember what I did yesterday, yeah. but I can remember the fucking names yeah. of Yes. Yeah. Right. Say no to Yes. And they put fucking you put the album on. And it was one song for yeah. the whole fucking side. Genesis like used to be like that. 15 and a half minutes. Yeah. Who wants a 20 minute That's song? That's the other thing. People go on about, oh, Peter Gabriel, he was amazing. You know, I actually preferred Genesis after he left. Because before that, they were right up their own arse. Some, you know, some of their you know, albums. The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Yeah, well, they were. The, fuck the, fucking Genesis were a typical English public school band. And I thought they led, led Zeppelin far too middle class for my Yeah, but they weren't really. Tastes. I mean, don't forget, John Bonham 
choked on fucking... He drank, drank himself to drank death. Himself Epic to death. drinking oh, sense. You know, Jimmy Page, one of the heaviest fucking drug takers in the history of drugs. You know, Robert yeah. Plant, probably one of the greatest shaggers that ever lived. Right? And an incredible Best voice. Best voice? He, was he sounded like he had a singer. fucking poker up his ass. No, absolutely yeah. not. And John Paul Jones, the one that you voice. wouldn't recognise if you fucking sat next to him on a bus, you know? Fucking hated it. I'll tell you a story what about, about Deep Purple? Oh, God, fuck I used off. to love that. I oh. saw that. One of the first bands I ever saw, Deep Purple, with Richie Blackmore still oh, in the God. fucking band. We've right? got to move on. At Wembley. You, you, you this, fucking your started Your taste it. in music you is just disgusting. It. No, it's not disgusting. This is my um, absolute fucking... I, liked, um, I quite like Floyd. I saw um, Roger Waters. I was a Motown right? man. I saw Roger Waters at uh, Madison Square Garden, which was slightly tempered by the fact that there was a bloke in front of me smoking, smoking crack, um, which smells disgusting. Well, he wouldn't give you any. No. Um, but also, um, I knew <laughs> the guy. The reason crack. I was there was I had a mate um, uh, who was his manager at the time, uh, who had previously been manager of the Rolling Stones, and we got to know him in New York. And um, he said, why don't you come down? And said, I'll introduce you to Roger and everything, and I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. Anyway, so we went backstage afterwards, and it was the usual thing. I'm standing in this corridor with my now ex-wife, who's, I can't remember if we were married or not, and uh, Pete Rudge was the guy's name, and he had been um, the road manager of the Rolling Stones for years and years and years, yeah. done by the IRS, um, the tax people in America, for a million fucking dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> because they hell. just didn't pay any tax for all these tours that they did. And he was a bit short of the cash, and he went to Jagger and said, you know, uh, any chance you could help me out? And he went, no. Didn't give him a fucking penny. <laughs> and so Rudge wasn't able to write a fucking cheque for about four years without getting it okayed by the IRS. So he, he couldn't go into a supermarket and write a cheque. And it was in the days before contactless cars and all that. Anyway, we go backstage, right, standing there. Roger Waters comes running off stage. Um, and Pete Rudge goes, Roger, why don't you meet a friend of mine? He went, yeah, hi. And just kept running. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did meet him go, there. Yeah, well, just, just as well. He's no, a fucking anti-Semite. Well, apparently so. so. Um, but, you know, these things that have, we've done in our lives, you've met plenty of these, you know, celebrities and fucking rock mm. stars and all that. It's always a fucking disappointment because you go, hi. Yeah. Uh, and he's gone. Yeah, you know. he's, uh, never meet your heroes. They'll always let well, you down. Well, he wasn't a hero of mine, but I'll tell you what he did Also, do. never meet the people but you But he did do uh, The Great Gig in the Sky, one of my favourite songs Sorry. from Dark Side of the Moon. And he brought the woman on from the album yeah, who funny. sang it. I can't remember her she name. She's a good singer, yeah. Yeah, she fucking sang it live. She's at amazing. Square Garden. Yeah. My God, that was great. Yeah, that, that, no, I liked, I liked Floyd. I'll tell you a story about the Eagles, right? So... Uh, Not the fucking Eagles, I, man. Uh, yeah, the fucking <laughs> Eagles. No, no, no. This was many years later. Many I watched it the other night with Emma. She loves it. Many, you know. many years later. Many years later. <laughs> I have to go to the fucking States, right? I was on the mirror and uh, they said, oh, you can go uh, on this tour of America. Uh, and we had to go... What, for, with a band? No, it was, it was the... What, what's that? Um, the stadium company, AEG or something? Yeah. yeah. So the bloke who owns the... A AEG is this sort of billionaire American. So he wanted, he was trying to buy the O2 uh, arena. Oh, he yeah. wanted to turn it into a super casino. The one in London. Super casino. So he wanted to get some good press. Uh, so uh, they gathered around a few shows. So they said to me, uh, you know, would you like to go on this? I said, yeah, sounds fucking good. So we flew to the States and this bloke, whose name I forgot, the boss of AEG, uh, his uh, private personal 
Gulfstream jet was nice. wait, waiting for us. At New so York. he's American. We, uh, we, yeah, we yeah. flew uh, all around the states, going to his various stadiums, uh, including we went to uh, Las Vegas, where we went to see Elton John at the Caesar's Palace. I bet you got really blasé. Well, no, yeah, yeah, well, no, right? no, it's pretty. Cool. Going back on another fucking yeah. jet. No, it's pretty, it it's pretty cool because I was with all these other journalists, and we went to see because we were the via, so we had part of our deal was Elton was going to meet us for a drink for the show. So we walked in and Elton goes, oh, hello, Kevin. I go, hey, Elton, how's it going? And he gave me a great story about, about Kate Moss. Well, they must have been Taking coke, yeah. They must have been quite And they impressed. said, you can't write anything. I found it the next day. It was all over the front page of the mirror. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we go to LA uh, where he owns the... It's called the Staples Center. It's the big... Uh, That's where they play the basketball, isn't exactly it? Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they have concerts there. So we're going to see the Eagles. And so we're not in this... fucking uh, Eagles. We're in this amazing box. <laughs> we're in, yeah, not the fucking Eagles. Just not say that, it. Is it? It's, it's just Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Eagles, yeah. So we're in this box. And was this all, before the hell freezes over to Yeah, well, it, it, was, <laughs> uh, it was actually... It was actually after the hell's freezes over tour and uh, so uh so the the manager or their their business or something i can't remember his name he's a fa famous guy right. so i was having a drink with him in the box and talking, i said so this hell freezes over tour i mean you know they said they'd never tour again because they fucking hate each other right. uh but they did because of the money right he said yeah right uh he said i said no, they are upstage so they've obviously got over their differences he goes, oh, no, no, no. They still fucking hate each no. other. So I go, well, what do you mean? He said, he said, well, I'll tell you what. When the show's over, I'll take you down backstage. I'll show you what happens. Oh, this is I where was, they all get Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, so he takes me down to the back. So he's for the last number. They're doing Hotel California or something. And um, the... Uh, um, so he takes me down. And... Uh, uh, Standing backstage, the fucking Eagles, they come off the stage, right, five members of the band or whatever, and they, there are these five limousines waiting for them. And they all, they just literally walk off the back of the stage, back to the, where the cars are, they all get into these cars and just charge off. Don't even talk to each Amazing. other. So hell freezes over. But yeah. money talks. And I think that, on that bombshell, we should probably call things off right now, right? That was good. It was interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Patreon. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. John O'Brien. John O'Brien. Oh, I got. Did we not? We got a message, didn't we, from one of them who said uh, that he's definitely not a woman. Yes, Regan <laughs> Gillies. Oh, yeah. Regan. Regan. Regan Gillies. Who apparently he's definitely not a woman. So well done, Regan, for not being a woman, um, and congratulations um, for having a cock and not wearing a dress. <laughs> well done, mate. You know, you're the kind of guy we like look up to. Um, are we going to do the whole lot? Uh, well, we you, do you do it, you do it, yeah. You want me to do it? Yeah, well, I'll do it if you want. Well, you can do it. Now, here's the note from uh, Reed. He said, fucking love you, lads. I'm definitely not gender fluid. I'm a man from Mike's native Scotland. And he says... You're Mike's podcast. native Scotland. Well, well I am fucking from Scotland. Cockney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. North, yeah. Way north. north. Well, Northwest listen, three. My, <laughs> my fucking parents are both from Scotland. It doesn't right? make you Scottish. Yeah, of course it Let's does. Let's not go there again. Let's not go there. It does actually make me Scottish. I'm sorry to tell you. What anyway, about me? here we are. Daniel Cunning. I've never seen that name before. Is that a new one? Oh. Daniel Cunning. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think it might well, be that's, new. That, that's on the top of your list that you sent us. 
Daniel Cunning, like, as in linguist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Daniel, check it out. You might want to uh, introduce yourself to Jenny29. <laughs> she's getting a bit yeah, bored you, again. Yeah. You, could, you could be shagged. number 30. You could be, no, she could have a bit of a break from all the shagging. Uh, Luke Morrison, Jason Steele, Leonie Thomas, no. Robbie Lunnan, Matt Clark, Emma Lou, George Mayling, Emil Watters. Drum roll. Drum roll. Come on, Jenny. Jenny29. Uh, meet. Uh, Why don't you fuck Regan while no, you're at it? No, what about Daniel Cunning? She should yeah. meet him. Da yeah, have, um, a go, have, a go, have a go on Daniel <laughs> Cunning, Jenny. <laughs> He's cutting stunts. <laughs> Dean McCarthy, Martin Dunphy, Tom O'Donnell, Gareth Hughes, Daniel Jones, John Priest, Mark Buckley, Dale Pinnock, Joseph French, Kevin Downer. Downer. <laughs> um, we've got Paul Steele, Steely, Maria Cooper, Simon Schiff, Paul Butterworth and Thomas French. And we should give another mention uh, to Dave Johnson, who's a Thought Police fan, but also the boss of Suitable Choices, uh, independent mortgage brokerage based in sunny Kent, Tagline is straight talking, no bullshit advice. Yeah. Um, the web address suitablechoices.co.uk. And maybe get Dave up for the like, little live we're doing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Do you know, we should actually. When we do the live show, which will be hopefully end of August if all goes well, we'll let yeah. you know soon. Uh, we'll get Dave Johnson up and grill him. Yeah, and the, what do you think? Yeah, Patreon people, if you're watching this, you will get the first chance to get a ticket. And there we are. That's it. Fuck off yeah. the lot of you. Yeah. is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VTW group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus